Oh, what it do? <laughs> Comes to Champs Fantasy Football Podcast is here. It's been a while, boys, hasn't it? I feel like it's been like a month since we spoke last. These uh, one-a-weekers are uh, definitely a lot more spaced out nowadays. Do you guys want to hit up like five days a week uh, starting in May? Well, it sounds like you have a lot of good games brainstormed for us, so uh, we could just start ramb- rambling them off one at a time every day of the week. Oh, man. Although not even remotely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, with your crappy Illinois internet, we don't know if you can last that long through one episode. You're too close to the river. I got kicked off once for seven seconds in one whole year of 60, 60 episodes. 60 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like one out of the six you've done from Illinois. That's a pretty high percentage. Really. Oh, oh, it's just a trend. It's starting to become a trend. Okay. <laughs> you choosing. You got to start at one. You choosing. You start at one. You choosing Lindsay over us is not okay. <laughs> uh, guys, the uh, championship games happened and a lot of news happened that came along with it after the game. Let's break that down. We'll do that. We'll break down those games. And then we got a fun-ass game that I came up with off the top of my head yesterday that we're going to play in the second segment. You guys are going to be so stoked by it. If you understand the rules, I kind of went through them before the show, and there seemed to be some holes in, in your understanding, so we might have to... So maybe I need We can to edit the shit that. out of this before we post it live. The listeners are going to be like, I don't, I don't get this game at all, but nah, we'll muddy our way through it. Let's talk some news. Uh, after the championship games, or maybe it was earlier than that, a couple of big retirements got announced. Drew Brees and Philly Rivers are both calling it quits. You guys sad? Yeah. Those are two guys you can't help but like. I mean, they play the game the right way. And I just feel bad for Rivers never really getting over that hump because they never had. Even when that team was decent, it just seems like they never had a defense to keep them in it. I'll, I'll say that I think plenty of people hate Rivers, but I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I I love him. I think he's a competitor, and yeah, I wish he would have had a little more success in his career. He he put up with a lot of dog shit down there, and well, San Diego, then L.A. and whatever. It was that owner mainly. Yeah, I really like him too, and I wish he. I mean, he made it to at least one AFC Championship game. Um, I think he had like a torn ACL and he still played anyway and lost to the Patriots. I'm assuming it was the Patriots was during that time. Yeah. But yeah, I wish he could have done better. I wish Breeze could have won more than one, but at least he got one. Um, did he officially announce his retirement or are we just assuming because he's like super hinting at it? Did he actually um, announce? I, I think so. Question Which one? Do you think he yeah I well we're just gonna say that he is going to retire. So what are the Colts and the Saints gonna do? at the QB position, uh, at least for next year. Is it going to be the Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill show? Well, say the, the Colts at least have gotten a lot of uh, buzz about Matt Stafford going there, which I'm sure was on your docket for some more news later on. You are correct. Yes. Uh, that'd be pretty neat. I haven't heard much about uh, Stafford and New Orleans, but I don't think it'd be a great fit. They, they don't know what they want to do, I think, between... Taysom Hill and Winston, James whatever Smith. they got there, draft somebody. So I don't think Stafford goes down there, though. Yeah. I would have to think that New Orleans, the way that team is built with their 
offense, they would have to hope that Winston could shape up a little bit and not throw as many picks. And then you put him in that offense with that arm. That would be pretty lethal. Yeah. I think you can also, you can work in a few more packages with Taysom Hill at that point and find a happy median. It's tough. It's not something that's been done too successfully in the NFL though. Yeah, I agree with all that. And on the Colts side, I I feel like Stafford does make a ton of sense. And as a Titans fan, I'm not really interested. It's going to be hard to root against twice. the Colts with yeah. one of my all-time favorite QBs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, you're in the same boat, dude. <laughs> you Jaguars fan. <laughs> well, yeah, but I have, uh, I never. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> I was rooting for Rivers this year, but I used to not like Peyton Manning. Back in the day, and there was it was strictly being juvenile because everyone else loved him. So I didn't want to like him like everyone else. I was being a nonconformist essentially. Oh, so why I hate? Green but Day. then, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm a juvenile. <laughs> <laughs> and then as he started to go with the screen doing all the commercials, and it was really funny. Like, damn it, right. he is nice. Guy. It's the same <laughs> process as Baker Mayfield, just a little bit earlier in his career. I, I could not stand Baker Mayfield until <laughs> these commercials, and now I'm just like, oh my god, I fucking love him. Love him. one of his offensive linemen is in the the one commercial. I didn't know that. that was is the one where they're reading the books? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. He's one of their linemen. Uh, anywho, we talked a little bit about Stafford, um, where we think he's going to go. I guess the Colts is a front runner for where Stafford's going to go. I guess his relationship with the Detroit Lions is fractured beyond repair. The uh, the old football team. That could be interesting too. That's right? that's one of the the first ones that I thought too. That would be a really good fit. Can you imagine a Matthew Stafford to Terry McLaurin connection? I mean, like Alex Smith is he coming back this year? And then after that, Haskins is like a thing of the past now. So Haskins they just need signed, somebody, right? Haskins just signed with the Steelers. Do you guys know that? Oh, I don't he's know why like the Steelers. He he seems like a Steeler, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a troublemaker who's not going to do anything. <laughs> You would and, never know good, Haskins. <laughs> amount to nothing. Yeah. That's true. Aaron Rodgers uh, can't decide if he wants to keep playing football. But maybe we were talking about this before we hit record. Matt, you think it's a lot of uh, nonsense? Jibba jabba? I don't really know. But I did... <laughs> yeah, he's jibba jabbing all over the place here. <laughs> but uh, somebody made a case for him. Uh kind of testing the market to throw a little salt in the gm's face with the whole drafting trading up to draft a quarterback in the first round last year and then aaron Rodgers just destroying his opinion of him i guess all season so maybe he's just trying to get it back at him a bit yeah i find it hard to believe that aaron Rodgers is going to play anywhere but green bay and i have a problem thinking that he's going to retire after that obvious mvp like season um, maybe he can convince them, hey, this time in the draft, can you please draft a wide receiver in the first <laughs> round or somebody useful and not going to back me up or back up Aaron Jones? Yeah, I think we've, we've had too many big name quarterbacks go this year for him to go. And, I, you know, I didn't think Breeze was going to go, even though I think it is time. I didn't think Phil Rivers was going to go, even though I think he could have stretched out one more year. Um, so maybe I'll be wrong about Aaron Rodgers, too. Well, guys, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, let's talk about these championship games this past weekend. Let's talk the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got I we got to call them Scott's Buccaneers for the rest of this year, right? Scott's well, Buccaneers. We made it the best. rest of this year. One game yeah, for the rest of the year, <laughs> entire rest of the season. Buccaneers beat the Packers 31 to 26. 
uh, watching this game, it never really felt like Green Bay was going to come back from this massive lead that the Bucks built up. Do you agree? Do you know what I mean? Like, I was getting worried by the start of the fourth quarter. It seemed like Tampa Bay, they did this against the Saints too, though. And that's kind of my key to the Super Bowl going forward, especially with Kansas City's offense. It's just first half, their offense looks good. They're clicking. Everything's good. Defense, great. Getting turnovers. And then it just seemed like in this game, as well as the Saints, the second half, they're just trying to hold on. Like they're not really doing anything offensively. Defense is so-so. And the other teams are coming back, but they couldn't quite get there. Yeah, I mean, it's not that they just weren't doing anything offensively. Tom Brady threw three picks, I think all in the second half, right? Yep, all in the second half. And Green Bay got like three points out of all three of those turnovers, I believe. And that's that's not a way to win a NFC championship game at all. So, yeah. 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 That kind of looked gross. I mean, I've also thought it was over right before halftime when Tom Brady hit Scotty Miller with that bomb touchdown. You just cannot <laughs> allow that to happen. Yeah. I literally I had like why. taken my shirt off and was about to hop in the shower. I'm like, I'm really glad I didn't walk away 10 <laughs> seconds earlier. Yeah. I don't understand within striking distance with like a second left before half why you're playing cover one against Tom Brady and that safety just got froze with Tom Brady's eyes and mm-hmm. he knew exactly where he was going the whole time. Yeah. It was 21 to 28 to 10 at a certain point and Aaron Rodgers tried to get him back in a bit. It was just too much. And like, it, well, we thought it was too much. And then fourth and goal <laughs> from the eight, I believe it was. And the Packers are down by eight with like, Two minutes left. Two yeah, minutes a little over two is like two four. That's right. Or something. Like right, right before the two minute warning, they decided yep. to kick a field goal instead of go for it. I guess thinking that they'll use their timeouts in the two minute warning and get the ball back, even though Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Believe it or not, they didn't, and they lose. What would you guys have done in that situation? Would you have gone for it, or would you kick that field goal? I would have gone for it, but I'm not really an analytics guy when it comes to a lot of these things. I would have gone for it just because you need a touchdown either way. There are people arguing that with this situation, you need a touchdown and the two-point conversion. The other one is you would just need a touchdown to win it, I guess, after you already had the field goal on the board. But that requires a whole other drive, a whole lot of things to fall right. I think you got to go for the kill right there and not put the ball back in Tom Brady's hands. And Yeah, and not only that, if you fail, then... The Buccaneers have the ball on their own eight, and you're in the exact same situation that you were in before. Yep, and it's a lot better field position for you. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I would definitely would have gone for it, but I was watching that game. I was just looking around, and there was company over, so I didn't really have the volume up listening to the announcers talk and you know have their input. But I was just looking around going, what the hell are they thinking? I can't fathom a reason why they would do that. And then I was sitting in the shower, honestly, last night, really thinking about <laughs> sitting it. Sitting down in the shower. God, well, what a no, day. I was well, figured well, you if we sit in the you shower. <laughs> My feet up against the wall. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and right. the way and I, I finally saw it in a different light that kind of made a little bit of sense. Because when I again watching that game, I was like, what are you doing? You're on the eight. You have to score here. This is you, you got to go for it. 
But the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, head coach thinks we just had three chances and didn't do shit. Not very likely we get it here on fourth. If we were to get it on fourth and the two-point conversion, perfect. Then they're getting the ball. You hopefully stop them. Don't go to over or you go to overtime because you're not going to get the ball back after that. But if you don't make it and you go for it, then you got to get a three and out. Yes, they have the ball in their eight or nine. But if you kick a field goal and then you kick it off and then they get the ball to 20, maybe 25, if there's a little run back, you still got to get a three and out. So maybe their logic is we're only sacrificing 15, 16 yards. And now we still have to go score a touchdown, but now it's for the win, not the tie with the two point conversion. That's the only logic I could find behind that choice. I think they're stupid. I, think they I, I should, agree. Shouldn't <laughs> suck all second half and bring it down to that scenario. They, right? Well, no, they shouldn't suck all first half. Cause well, then they yeah, sorry. That's picks. true. But yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers did. He tried. He tried. It just wasn't in the cards. Either way, Tom Brady was good in the first half. Did what we needed to do to make it there. I think I saw it somewhere that this is. He's like fourth on the all time fourth or fifth on the all time list of wins over nfc teams in the playoffs yeah <laughs> oh man and he's, a, he's got player. nine that's his no. ninth win against this is his first year at the <laughs> nfc he's just incredible now i i just it's just an what what a career i mean he's gonna be back next year isn't he oh he's gotta be yeah especially if they lose if they win he may just go out be like stick it to the, the that'd be like right? a nice way to go out but I don't know. I don't see it. I guess I, I just always think they're going to come back. I'm naive that way. Imagine being so good that in the offseason, you can just be like, spin a roulette wheel and be like, ah, uh, you guys, you guys want to go to the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, let's do it. And he just picks the bucks and goes. That's wild. I mean, you got to, he's never been hurt other than the one year he had his ACL or at MCL, whatever it was in his knee. It's ACL, so yeah. he's had a pretty healthy career so he's not getting pummeled all the time so yeah he is old but he he never seems battered it's not like he shows like he's a brittle old man like we've seen breeze look at times and you know rivers sometimes it seems like he's struggling but yeah so i would not be shocked at all if he's back next year especially with the year and the stats he had this year it's just eat nuts and berries the rest of your life no alcohol consumption or anything. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I'm out. <laughs> Wait, that is that part of the TB diet? Is just nuts and berries? Or are you just making that up? It'd be amazing. <laughs> that All nuts and berries. Guess at what and it is. Like some kind of paleo thing? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the other game, the AFC Championship game, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills 38 to 24. The Buffalo dream is over. What were your takeaways from this game? I, yeah, I mean, I know Buffalo came out and scored first and looked okay at the beginning, but it really, it wasn't like a Chiefs get down early, come back, win it. Chiefs seemed to have this one in hand the whole game. They didn't, they didn't seem worried. They seemed fine. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason they were down is the one muffed play. And it's like, okay, now Buffalo has the ball at what, like 15 or something. So didn't take them much to score. Yeah. So that's the only reason they were even really down. And they just, yeah, they seem to score at will. And Buffalo, who's had a decent defense all year, that was that was pretty telling. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes did whatever he wanted to. 325 yards, three touchdowns. Tyreek Hill was great. Travis Kelsey's great. This offense, 
is clicking right now. Yeah, they both had uh, records. Kelsey had most receptions in a post game for Kansas City, and Terry Kill had the most yards in a game. Hill had 172 yards, and Kelsey had 13, 13. catches. Yeah. yeah, for two touchdowns, 118 yards, man. Which that's completely fitting that they each got a record in this game because they've been blowing up crap all year. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Allen struggled. I mean, it, how much of the, I know Stefan Diggs is on this team. That's great, but man, it's, he's got no running game to help him out. He, I'll tell you what, I haven't watched a whole lot of Buffalo this year just because it's not a local market to where we get to see those games very often. But watching this game, it seemed like a lot of his throws were the Josh Allen we kind of predicted at the beginning of the year. They are all off by a couple feet. Like he had a receiver if it would have been a perfect pass, but Mm -hmm. he didn't. It was always a foot over their head or just off to the side. Not what he was doing like through the course of the year. So it seemed like maybe he did buck a little bit under the pressure when it came to throwing on the run and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to be the Chiefs and Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. We'll do a a prediction, official predictions next week when we do that show. But um, anything else you guys want to add before we go to uh, our fun ass game? I, you know, it's going to be kind of off topic and circling way back to the beginning. But we mentioned Stafford leaving Detroit. Is that what you've been thinking about the whole time? <laughs> yeah, since we <laughs> left. There. Um, what do you think they do for quarterback in Detroit? I guess they can't get Chance McDanielsbury back. Uh, yeah, probably draft. But what's their draft spot? I mean, it's not. Uh, I think. Well, they had a chance to sniff like five. I don't think they lost enough to get there. Um, they're probably in the in the top ten. You'd think, right? I would imagine. Yeah, they're definitely in the bottom third of the league. You can find somebody there. It's got to be right. Yeah, I saw something saying that they should try to snatch up Fitzpatrick for a one or two year deal. Oh, to let somebody learn behind. And I'd be cool I, with that. Being that was a, a slight Lions fan. I would love that. That was my Jaguars thing before they hit rock bottom and getting the number one pick. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that? Um, side note, Josh McCown uh, was in the running to become the Houston Texans head coach or the Eagles head coach. Oh my God. Now I don't know what team it is. I think it's, I think it's Houston's head coach and he was under contract as a quarterback during the interview process. So if he would have gotten it, they would have to figure out like, do we owe you this money or <laughs> that's he awesome. He didn't end up getting whatever it was, but Josh McCown's on the radar for head coaching positions, which is pretty cool. I like him. He's been around for 25 years. It seems. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait for Ryan. You got to think that Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to coach somewhere too. He's got the Harvard education. Loves football. Yeah, I love that. Harvard education is known for their football teaching program. People <laughs> it's Harvard football. law, Harvard medical and Harvard football. <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do our super badass rad pick a card draft. That I'll explain uh, probably for 15 or 20 minutes. I'll do the explanation of the rules. Super rad pick a cad. Draft. <laughs> pick a cad. Eh? <laughs> Be right back. back everybody we're gonna play a game 
Now, before we do that, you never mentioned that when we did our playoff bracket that I had Kansas City and Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. At the very, very beginning? Oh, after the playoff. Yeah, when we picked our brackets when the playoffs started. I felt really happy about that, and you didn't even acknowledge it. I, I Once <laughs> my teams get booted, <laughs> I don't Just even care. Anymore. Fuck off for you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's also like... That wasn't very fun Super Bowl, so we just didn't yeah, care that well, yeah. But like, spin it how you want yeah, it. I right. was right. <laughs> yes, you were right, and I you definitely won the weeks fifteen through seventeen add on draft. And did you notice that we didn't even talk about that because I didn't? Won, I didn't like, know for sure because in week seventeen, both Kamara and Dalvin Cook were out. So I'm like, I was up by a lot, but both my running backs weren't playing in week seventeen. So I'm like, oh shit. And it didn't even matter. You won, you were doing that well. So you, <laughs> you you did really well on like all the things that we did this year. So out of all the bets that we did, I think Scott is the winner on all these premonitions and bets Oof. that we've done. Gross. Uh, we'll have to fix. If only that, that translated to fantasy championships. It, you won. You won some beers from one of us, me or something. <laughs> yeah. So. This is how this fun draft is going to be. It's a draft, guys. And I explained the draft to these boys before the show twice. <laughs> and uh, we think we get it. Uh, we, we, we think Matt hasn't really given a lot of uh, input. and I'm worried. <laughs> no, I mean, I know you've explained it like four times, but I'd rather just kind of, you know, fly by the seat of my pants. So I've blocked you out completely. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. What's that. Well, I'm about to explain it to the <laughs> listeners. So tune, just take those headphones off real quick. So this is called a pick a card draft. So Matt is going to be drafting against Scott nine rounds. They each are going to draft a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a flex, a tight end and a bench spot. Now we are drafting for next year. 2020 is behind us guys. Pretty much. I don't give a shit about that anymore. We're talking about next year. We're drafting right now here in January. And here's the trick. Each round. I will give them a stack of players, a stack of three different players, player A, player B, and player C, and they have to pick one of those three guys. Various positions, so they can't screw themselves up later on by not picking a quarterback because they may not get one later. Uh, and round by rounds, it's a different group of three. So if I offer Matt these three players, Scott can't take them in that round because he's got his own batch of three players. So you'll see what I mean as I move forward, but... Um, Players are getting a little bit worse and worse and worse. But so basically any player not picked is eliminated from the draft right then and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't pick them or if you hear Matt's stack of players, you don't get them. Sawi. So who wants to go first? Matt or Scott? Just and it really it, it legit doesn't matter. How about Matt? You haven't been listening. We'll test to see how much you've been listening. Okay. <laughs> Matt, you're gonna go first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got okay. Let's do this. Let's do this shit. So Matt is going first. Matt, would you like stack A or stack B in round one? Uh, I'd like a stack A, Danny. Oh, boy. Here we go. Stack A contains Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill, and Derek Henry. Oh, Ooh, and remember, this is for the future. This is for 2021, not for the past. That's a pretty good stack there. Kamara, Hill, and Henry. You get one of those guys. The other two get... 
yeah, I I don't know what the Saints are going to be next year with a lot of new pieces there. Um, never been a big Hill guy in fantasy. I know he's amazing. So I'm going to go with Derek Henry, my boy. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. I am up. shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we should say half PPR. Just for he only probably will come had up. two thousand plus yards last year. To be fair, I'd I'd have done the same on that. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so Scott, you get stack B for round one. Your options are B for big old dick <laughs> that's right that's what i thought of <laughs> yep. that and i thought a for ass man so <laughs> so scott stack b for round one is dalvin cook Devonte adams and travis kelsey oh shit uh-huh <laughs> yeah yeah so while scott's thinking matt what are your thoughts are you did you like your stack compared to scott's Mine was definitely the one A versus the one B. Um, so I would pick the... A every round from now on. Oh. But in this one, I'd probably go Devontae Adams. I don't know. They're all huh. now, now that I'm records. like running the names through my mind, these are really tough to choose from. Oh, that is right. Because I feel like Adams could be the number one receiver, Kelsey could easily be the number one tight end, but Cook is healthy, could be the number one running back. Very right. easily. And remember, who knows what you're going to get in these stacks. But will they, forward. Scott? Will they? Yeah. And yeah. there's three wide receivers in this uh, in your roster compared to two running backs. Obviously mm, one tight end, but it is true. the best tight end out there for sure. Right. That's that's why I'm going to go, Kelsey. Just because. Wow. I'm surprised still. Even though we just talked I, about I'm it. I'm surprised at myself, but mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. You, you're growing as a person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to round two. Scott, would you like stack A or stack B? Oh, I'll go with the B again. Why not? Okay. Stack B. Calvin Ridley, Nick Chubb, and DK Metcalf. Two receivers and a running back there. Calvin Ridley, Nick Chubb, or DK Metcalf with your second round pick, Scott? I am going to go with Metcalf. Oh, oh, oh. So Scott's passed up Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb. He's really rolling the dice here, and I love it. So is Chubb and who else in that stack? Sorry, I missed. Calvin Ridley. What would you have done, Matt? Oh, man. I would have done a little chubby. Well, depending on who I already drafted, but yeah, probably. um, Probably Chubster. Probably Chubster. But then again, Scott, I mean, he would be stuck with like every receiver that comes forward, too, if he doesn't go with them earlier on. But we're not. Or not. Hey, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. So, Matt, you get stack A for round two, and they are Stefan Diggs, George Kittle, and Patrick Mahomes. Our first quarterback. Is he going to take the bait? Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. You didn't want to go Kittle? He's your boy. Uh, he is my boy, but I don't like taking tight ends this early. I, I feel like I can get some value later on. Okay. I mean, just going from the fantasy perspective, um, I don't typically draft quarterbacks this early, and I think hopefully I get saddled with somebody like a Herbie mm-hmm. later on that I can snag. Um, if he's there, yeah. That's and uh, I really liked Stefan Diggs this year, and I think he's got plenty of juice left in the tank, and I'm excited for him next season. So Matt leaves round two with Derrick Henry and Stefan Diggs. Scott leaves with DK Metcalf and Travis Kelsey. I got to say, those are ob- obviously round and one round two have the, the best, the best players. So 
temper your expectations uh, as we move forward. Well, kind of, not really. Matt, stack A or stack B? Oh, A. I've been A every round, I believe. So, stack A. Allen Robinson, Cam Akers, and Darren Waller. Oh, oh, wow. We we didn't go to the next tier. We just jumped off a cliff here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, That's what I was thinking, too. Honestly, when I I wrote these... I wrote them from like the top of the statistics. And I was like, okay, you can't do that the entire time. You have to actually have decisions being made. So Alan Robinson, Cam Akers, Darren Waller. Oh, well, the only one here who I can't even say that, but the I think I'm just going to go tight end because I don't want to get settled something crazy later. Darren Waller surprised the hell out of me this year. And I think he still has a big role in that offense this year. I'm going to go Darren Waller. Okay. I would have okay. done the same. If, okay. I, if I needed a tight end, yeah. Okay. So, stack B for round three. Scott, you've got Josh Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, see, I I would go right to JT, but what the hell's going to happen with, with, with uh, <laughs> JTD, with Mac? Is he going to even be included now that he's coming off his injury? Is he even on the team anymore? If he's included in this, I don't know what the hell the Colts are doing because Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I'm going to accidentally call him that for forever. But Jonathan Taylor <laughs> Thomas Mack had a good year last year. And Jonathan, he was Jonathan Taylor was like top five at the end of the year in running backs and certain scoring points. And he was horseshit the first half of the year. Yeah, I'll, I'll say too, like even before Mar- Matt got his season ending injury, the idea was that Jonathan Taylor Thomas was going to take over that team eventually. And he, he did it with Mac out, but does that mean they try to work Mac back in so that JTT can still take it over down the, no, they're going to keep him being the workhorse. I don't see that happening. I see a trade perhaps. Not, not saying that he's going to not be the lead guy, but in more of a split than you would like for a fantasy owner is all my concern would be if you mm-hmm. have a healthy Mac, because there's those sure. games where it's like, Oh, Max looked really good. And then all of a sudden Jonathan Taylor only gets, you know, 12 carries because he's being outperformed by the other guy. If they pull, you know, the whole new England thing where it's the hot hand for that game, not a season long concern, but Marlon, that- Marlon Mack is a free agent. Also, by the way, he's not under contract. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I feel I'll, like he goes somewhere I'll else. I'll go don't JTT you? then. <laughs> and he ruptured his tent. I didn't know he ruptured his Achilles. I thought he tore his ACL. I feel like I'd rather have a torn ACL than a ruptured Achilles, wouldn't you? Yeah. you know, am I wrong? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, sorry, Scott. You went Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, I'll go Jonathan Taylor then. Round four. Scott, which stack? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go A this time. Oh, <laughs> So. Stack A is, I was hoping Matt would get stack A. Kenyon Drake, (laughs) Deshaun Watson, or Kareem Hunt. Oh, man, I don't like any of that. You didn't get a single receiver in there. Well, the crazy thing, too, is where does Deshaun Watson land? Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of Jets talk. Is it watching Watson Hunt or who? Uh, Watson, Hunt, and Drake. And despite oh, what what oh. what Matt says, Drake still had a pretty good year. No, I'll, I'll, out of that, it sounded like you were sugarcoating it. Like yeah. you barely could say pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's kind of pretty good. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. I'm gonna take Hunt out of that situation. Wow. Okay. So also remember, 
There is a bench spot for both you guys. And just for the That's listeners, why, yeah. <laughs> the bench spot is more of a replacement. Like, a, oh, shit, I picked that guy because I felt scared, but now I'm replacing it. So just in case. So Scott's going with Hunt. And then wait, which stack did you have? You had A. So stack B in round four goes to Matt. And here you go, Matt. You ready? Mm, 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 mm. Lay it on Crit- me. Mm, mm. <laughs> Chris Carson, DJ Moore. Or Herbie Hancock. Oh, Herbie Hancock. That's easy. I don't even like those other guys. Yeah, Herbie Hancock. He's my QB. Lock him in. Well, Justin Herbert. Now, Scott, how do you feel about Matt's team? Do you think it's better than yours? Probably. (laughs) Can you uh, read off the roster? Because I don't have Scott's team written down over here. Yeah, so Matt's roster is Justin Herbert, Derrick Henry, Stephon Diggs, and Darren Waller. That's pretty good. Yeah, this is definitely better. Scott's is Jonathan Taylor, Kareem Hunt, DK Metcalf, and Travis Kelsey. I'm giving the edge to Matt so far. Moving into round five, who whose turn is it to pick the stack? I think it's I think it's mine, isn't it? Matt. It's, yeah, it's Matt's turn. Okay, Matt, round five. Pick your stack. I well, since Scott switched it up last round, I'll keep it switched up. I'll go with B. Okay. The stack B is Noah Fant, Clyde Edwards Alaire, and Jarvis Landry. Oh, wow. Talk about three guys I am not super hyped on. And remember, we're like halfway through the draft so far, so that makes it's kind of making sense. Yeah. And like yeah. the rest of the guys a lot less. I just want to pick a bunch of studs. I don't need a tight end with Fant, so he's off the board. Mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry, I'd like him just for his volume, but it's weird with OBJ coming back in the mix next year, and they definitely had a few younger guys kind of show that they can deserve targets. Um, who was the who's the running back you threw out to me? Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Ah, see, I I don't like how that team utilizes running backs or how that shook out this year for him and a few things there. I think I go Jarvis Jeez. Landry and just hope he still deserves a lot of targets. This this is half point PPR, right? Dan? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Jay Landry. Chiefs have a running back that opted out this year so that yeah. Kyler got the main role. Am I remembering that right? Yeah, they did. Who was but, it? Uh, they, they always wanted Clyde Edwards Hilaire um, to have the main role, I think. But I would agree was, until he didn't do much. So maybe it's a little meh. It's not Darren Williams, but it's like another DW. Um, yeah, I would say it was something very similar to that. Dude, I mean, because there's Darrell Williams and then there's. My God, what was his name? The guy. Yeah, I don't remember. Matt, are you looking it up? It's Damian Williams. That's oh, who it was. Damian Williams. Not I knew Darnell or Daryl or. I think Scott said it was another Williams, and I wasn't sure about that. But it is a DW. Damian Williams was the one that opted out this year. Yeah, he'll be back. I think Love Bell's still there, right? Yeah, yeah. More so I don't like Clyde Edwards. Where Clyde Edwards going into next year? Not near as much as he was hype coming in on his rookie year. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott, you get stack A, and here are your choices. Miles Sanders, Robert Tanyan, and Aaron Rodgers. Ah, uh, are you upset? Oh boy! Are well, I mean, I would say now. No, I'm I'm fine with Kelsey. I'm debating because Sanders. I was big on him this year. Their team was just kind of crappy because the quarterback position. 
didn't go like they wanted it to. But at the end of the year, Hertz was looking decent. If that's going to be their guy, who knows going forward? And he got hurt for a while. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Sanders next year, I have the kind of the same expectations as I did going into this year. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be good. I don't know yeah. if I'll draft him. You're gonna like, pay, are you going to pass up Aaron Rodgers? But that's MVP. the thing. But I don't feel like Rodgers is going to have quite the numbers he did, but I am still going to take Rodgers. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. I think that's a big one for you, Scott. I think that's the right answer with your. Yeah, with your I listener. think I would have gone Rodgers there. Okay. All right. Round six. Scott, you get to pick the stack, I believe. Oh, give me B. Okay. So your stack is Joe Mixon. Marquise Brown uh-huh. or Will Fuller. Oh. Yeah, two hmm. uh, wide receivers in there, and then Joe Mixon. Who, who knows what that is? Yeah, I don't. I don't trust the old mixer. I wouldn't either because he fucking sucked for me. <laughs> I also don't really trust Marquise Brown. I'm gonna go with Fuller. Dang. He seems to be very much on the upswing. In that, uh, well, as I guess Watson's Watts. Watson's gone. We'll see, but <laughs> yeah, well, Fuller could be gone too. He's a free agent. So. That's true. All right, he, yeah, he he's got more talent than Marquise Brown. I would say the way it mm-hmm. seems. I would have gone with Mixon with uh, well, assuming Burrow's back at the beginning of the season. I just I like that offense again. Mm-hmm. Matt, your stack A in round six. You ready? Ooh. Play it on me. I'll give you. I'll start with saying T.J. Hawkinson's in your stack, and I don't think you're going to replace Darren Waller. But T.J. Hawkinson, your lion, David Johnson, or Juju Smith-Schuster. Ooh, well, yeah, it's between David Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm just, I can't recall how these. Both these players finish the season stat-wise. Dan, do you have those in front of you? I can have them in front of me. For which two players? Sorry. David Johnson and Juju. And Juju. Juju finished with 831 yards and nine touchdowns on, it looks like, 97 catches. And then David Johnson, uh, 691 yards on the ground. Uh, six touchdowns. Yeah, I mean some stuff through the air, but he only played in twelve games too. So extrapolate that. Extrapolate. Oh, I think especially with uh Watson being gone and not knowing what's going on there, and David Johnson always floundering a bit. I gotta go with Juju, and yes, you don't have to point it out. Juju's floundered at times too, but. I wasn't um, <laughs> We haven't heard anything about old man Ben uh mm-hmm. retiring, right? right? Seems like his well, he looks like he's like 58, but I think he's only like 37 or like it's like whenever I hear his age, I'm like, no <laughs> way. Like that he's dude. 58. <laughs> Put Gross. his picture next to Tom Brady and then show <laughs> yeah. the age differential, and nobody would believe it. All right, guys, we got three rounds left. And I will tell you at this point. So I think I mentioned to the guys beforehand, round nine is going to include all the positions, but I am only going to give you this hint round eight. I'm calling the bailout round. Uh Oh, 
you can take that for whatever you think it is. What do you think that means? I have no fucking clue what you're supposed to. I'm supposed to get from that. <laughs> from it's, I'm recalling the bailout round. Oh, like so. there'll be some good players, maybe. Mm-hmm. With the stimulus check round. Yeah, it's a st- oh that okay. That's a, a thousand times better. Yeah, we're gonna call it round eight <laughs> the stimulus check. but we've got round seven to go so if i just hyped up round eight you know what that means about round seven (laughs) so round seven who wants to take what stack i just throw one out there matt i think it's you yeah i'll go i'll go back to a okay stack a is jerry judy john brown and lamichael p ryan who i actually am i'm kind of big on so that's why i put him in the, the thing i think he's gonna all right really well, good danny sold me with michael p ryan we're going with michael you're going uh, with p ryan i need a running back um it sounded like you might have some decent ones later uh in the big stimulus check round but i can shift into my bench if i need to mm-hmm. and those other two receivers don't really spark any extreme interest not, in a, me. not a jerry judy fan uh quarterback situation is in the air there right they're still like they're hey, still hey, getting Drew talked Lotta about maybe uh sinks. stafford going there and a handful of other guys so mm-hmm. i'm i just don't know i like judy i think he's talented yes mm-hmm. all right scott stack b you ready yeah. you're not ready your boy dj chark michael Pittman, and damian harris two wide receivers and a running back as well well he thinks on this one Danny, what what do you think about Judy with uh am I forgetting veteran receiver who's out all year there um coming back? Cortland Sutton? Yes. Do you think that cuts into Judy's breakout? I feel like it's gonna cut into the Tim Patrick breakout. Oh yeah, well Tim Patrick's done. You're not drafting Tim <laughs> Patrick. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'll help Jerry Judy. I really do. I think a lot of him being back will Sutton. help him. Yeah, I think a lot of attention is going to get thrown Cortland Sutton's way, and Jerry Judy's going to fly. Once Jerry right. Judy got on the field, I think everyone's like, oh, we know who this fucking guy is. What about KJ Hamler? Yeah. Huh? In the slot, and then Tim Patrick can go kick rocks. Yeah. Sounds like it. All right, Scott, you figure it out? Yeah, I'm going to take Pittman. Mike, mm, I like Pitt- it. Over DJ Chark. Uh, okay. With Trevor Lawrence coming to town. With an unknown quarterback unknown situation quarterback. in Indy. And an old T.Y. Hilton who had a good four games at the end of the year, but Pittman's their future. And so is Matthew Stafford, right? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see some Stafford Pittman. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Old Staffy Pitts. Okay, Staffy guys. Pitts. So what you guys need, you guys built your rosters really well with two rounds left. All you guys need is a flex and then a bench spot. So you're pretty uh, versatile. Pretty versatile here. Round eight, the stimulus check round. Little little bailing you out. Maybe, depending. You may hate these guys more than your lineup, especially one of you. <laughs> Scott, which stack would you like? Oh, God. Give me A. Okay. Stack A is Antonio Gibson, Chase mm. Claypool, and mm. Logan Thomas. Mm. Logan Thomas finishes the third uh i didn't know you guys were gonna go tight end so high so i was like (laughs) gibson i figured that's an easy pick i really like him going into next year Um, and then and then uh oh sorry yeah what'd you what do you think i think about chase claypool up and down i'm nervous about taking him next year that holds receiving core they all have like big games and then duds so deontay 
and Juju and Claypool. I, oh, that makes me nervous. You agree? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, kind of. All right, you ready for yours? Lay it on me, Danny. What are you? What are you looking to do? Are you looking to improve at running <laughs> your back? mom? Shut up! <laughs> yeah, shut up, you big bully! Shut your butt! <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know, Danny. Draft the best player, but yeah, I, I think uh, Michael P. Ryan is a stretch at RB two. So if I can improve upon that, mm-hmm. I'd be happy. Uh, I I don't. I I think I have two like wide receiver two three fringe with Landry and. Uh, so if I could get like a lock in wide receiver two, like a one two fringe, I would love that. And I can pick between those two guys for my three. So we'll see where this uh, trends. Okay. So your three are Mark Andrews, Cooper Cup, and J.K. Dobbins. Oh my god this this is this is the like the stimulus. I thought on? you'd be psyched for J.K. Dobbins next I year. Mean, I really I, thought you well, would. Well, yeah, I yeah, I, I guess I'm happy about it. Dobbins is the definite pick, and I think him and I guess he has more, much more upside than P. Ryan, but I, they're still like not established, and that's what I was hoping for. Like a uh, Antonio Gibson, I'd go Gibson over J.K. Dobbins, definitely. But uh, I, yeah, I'll go Dobbins here, and th- that'll help me because I think either Dobbins or P. Ryan hits next year, right? That's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ingram didn't do shit, so I have to think Dobbins is going to have a much bigger role next year. But you always have the Lammy Jacks run-ins and rushing yards True. and all that kind of crap. Ingram, but yeah. Ingram got cut, so he's gone. Did he? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, Ingram last oh, year I, had a I phenomenal season. I thought that's what you meant season. is, yeah, Ingram didn't have that great of a season, and he's gone, so that's great for Dobbins. All right, final round, guys. Round nine. Now, this contains a player from all the positions, but really doesn't matter because you guys are filling out your benches. You guys did a swell job of figuring out your rosters to not have to rely on one of these guys, even though you might like them. I don't know. So, who's it? Scott, you get to pick your stack. I don't matter. Pick one. I called on you anyway. Uh, Give me B. Okay. Stick to it. Big boy. <laughs> what does the B stand for? <laughs> I forget. It's a big old, big old dick. Dick. Big old dick. Your choices are quarterback, Matt Ryan, tight end, Eric Ebron, running back, Raheem Mostert, wide receiver, Sterling Shepard. Whole lot of meh. I think, oh God, I would say Mostert, but. They had like nine running backs go this year, so who the fuck knows what they're going to do for sure next year. Mm. Aaron Rodgers is really old. You may want a young buck like Matt Ryan. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm definitely not taking Ryan. You're not taking Ryan? I mean, this is a bench. No, I'm not going to back up. I had Ryan in (laughs) touchdown lead. He didn't do shit. I got to say, I really am loving how serious you guys are taking this with that. No, I can't back him up. <laughs> I said, we're going to play this out. It's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not taking Ryan. Obviously, I'm not taking Ebron. I think I'd still go Mostert just because. Hell yeah, I I go a, Mostert. That I don't have a lot of confidence in Shepard or the Giants, period. I think Mostert showed early in the year um, that he's still very talented. And I. I think this year is just a really weird year for the 49ers. He's going to be great next year. All right, Matt. Here's your final group. 
quarterback Baker Mayfield, tight end Hayden Hurst, running back Zach Moss, and wide receiver Mikol Hardman. Mikol mm, Hardman, don't like it, Chief. Eh, I'm, I'm I'm just not excited about it right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hayden Hurst. Man, he was my big breakout candidate last year, and I guess he turned his season around a bit, or at least he got it. He kind of straightened it out. He got it, got it to where it was okay. But no, um, uh, who are your other two? Sorry, I think I would. Uh, Zach Moss in yeah. Buffalo and Baker Mayfield. I really like Zach Moss. I thought he was one of my favorites of this entire round. Yeah, but Singletary's still going to be there, right? He's not a free agent. Yeah. I think so. I got Zach Moss. I like, especially because I feel like I'm fairly thin at uh, running back. I don't like to be deeper there, but Baker Mayfield has really good commercials. That (laughs) is true. If we were doing this based off commercials, he'd be there. I don't even know if anyone else qualifies. Mahomes, I guess, does. But I'm pretty sure. I mean, obviously, Derrick Henry's my stud. Barring injury, I think Titans still use him in a workhorse role next year. And then I got P. Ryan Dobbins. And if I add Zach Moss to that, at least one of those guys is going to be startable at RB2. Actually, at least one of those guys could be a pretty dang good at RB2. And I'm probably going to be starting one of those guys at my flex. And I like being able to carry that kind of depth at running back into my season. So I'm going to go Zach Moss here. Yeah, Devin Singletary becomes an unrestricted free agent in 2023. So he's still got a couple more years. Um, I still like Zach Moss. I think he's the he's a future. Future. So let's go through these uh lineups. You guys tell me who won. Matt's team is Justin Herbert, Derrick Henry, and J.K. Dobbins are his starters. I decided. Stephon Diggs, Jarvis Landry, and Juju Smith Schuster as his wide receivers. Tight end is Darren Waller. His flex and his bench, however you want to put it, is Michael P. Ryan and Zach Moss. I like it. I really like those running backs of Henry and Dobbins. I'm high on Dobbins. I'm going to take him probably before I should uh, in 2021, I think. Bold statement. Mm. And then, Scott, you got Aaron Rodgers, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Kareem Hunt, which is interesting because you passed on Nick Chubb earlier. DK Metcalf, Will Fuller, Michael Pittman, Antonio Gibson, which could actually slot in there as a I have second. Gibson's my RB two, the yeah. RB two, yeah, probably that. Travis Kelsey, that's a home run, and then Raheem Mostert. So Scott, you started off sluggish compared to Matt, but you you figured it out, I think, later on. Yeah, I feel like we both have strengths and weaknesses, so I it's it's hard to say. I think I'm, as long as JTT turns into like a true RB one. Your running back core beats mine out, especially with depth. I mean, anybody besides, I think Hunt is definitely going to be still splitting a little bit with Chubb, but he's put up like one, two fringe numbers, and the other three could easily be RB1 numbers. That could be huge this whole year if things fall right. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is tough. This this one's this one's tough. Um, I guess, Danny, you're the decider here. I still, uh, God. I I think I still think that I would prefer Matt's team. Sorry, Scott. And it is close because especially when I see their Gibson and Kelsey, that's that's close. But again, and I love Gibson. Um, 
But I think Herbert is ascending, and Rodgers can only come down the littlest bit. Yeah, yeah I, guess, I, guess. I don't think Rodgers is going to have a repeat. So just looking at the number one in each position, his are – I mean, you could make an argument that Metcalf will be just as good as Diggs next year, but quarterback and running back, he's definitely got the edge in the number one there. Mm-hmm. And Waller could be put up monster numbers to equal Kelsey because Kelsey, I would not think he's going to repeat record numbers again. <laughs> I, oh yeah, I mean, if I if I thought I ran away with that, I I would have been throwing some uh, trash talk out there, but it is very close. Um, so I actually have to give you credit to your your tier breakdowns. I think they worked out well. Um, All right, so, and with this close of teams, <laughs> yeah. See, uh, I'm pretty pumped about that. We'll have to do that again as we get closer. That's cool. Kind of groups the uh, the draft in a really helpful way, and you don't have to draft against like eight or 10 other teams when it's just you two. It's just very, very specific. I took all the fluff out and gave it right to you. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go, guys. That was awesome. And, um, that's all, that's all we got. I think that, that, uh, that was wonderful. And I think the Super Bowl's coming, but we have another show that we're going to record before the Super Bowl beginning. No Pro Bowl week. this year too, to break it down. I mean, we would have talked for hours about the Pro Bowl. It's we so, all just love it. It's so competitive. Entertaining. I mean, who was God. the like rookie quarterback who tore an ACL like playing the sand football game or whatever? Oh, year? and that I ended that. that. What was that? Who was that? Oh my gosh, I gotta look it up now. NFL player. It was like um, after that year they stopped doing it in Hawaii, and I bet like all the players go through like, oh, <laughs> like, where, where is he going now? Um, oh, he's a running back. It was Robert Edwards back in um, looks like was it the nineties. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I tore everything his knee. Don't do that again. Uh, I was hearing that they may switch. I mean, before COVID, they may switch to like a skills competition. And they should, because let's be honest, the, the real game, it's just, it's dumb. I they mean, did dodgeball uh, last year, didn't they? They did a big dodgeball game. Sounds, <laughs> I mean, I didn't watch it because I can care less. But that sounds. So they should just turn it into like a, a TV, like reality TV, like, Big Brother show, which is all the Pro Bowl players hanging out at a resort, getting wasted, drama, drunk. getting wasted, <laughs> shenanigans in the you, pool. I don't yeah. know. If you want to do like a seven on seven or something, where you know it's like flagged, where there's it's it's the skills you're actually trying, but you're probably not going to get hurt because there's no tackling, there's no real contact. Maybe then you could actually make it worth something or incorporate some kind of incentive, but. What they do now, it's just the linemen stand up and high-five each other every play. Like, what the hell's the point? I know what they need to do. Paintball. Just a big, (laughs) complicated paintball. And then we have, like, trackers on these guys and a huge... I'd watch some AFC versus NFC paintball. You only get to respawn three times. (laughs) You respawn. (laughs) I know where this guy's going to respawn. I'm going to hang out and wait for him to respawn. (laughs) No, you can't do that, Robert Tanyan. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for sticking with us this entire time. We will see you in, I guess, a few days. And, Matt, what do we always say? Remember, have fun with it.